one thing that we've started doing since we've been posting these TikToks and like I posted a couple, again, like I said, information about Yellowstone. So like, these are the five entrances of Yellowstone. These are the campsites in Yellowstone. These are just like five things to know or five hikes or whatever. And I get so many questions uh, of people who are planning trips and don't really know where to start. So we actually started selling itinerary consultations because of all these questions on TikTok. This is Outside by Design, your all-access pass to the world of creativity in the outdoor industry. Welcome, creative outdoor folks, to the Outside by Design podcast. This show is brought to you by Wheelie, a woman-led creative studio and production company for brands that care about craft, connection, and change. My name is Iris, and I have the pleasure of introducing our guest this week to you. The number one question we get asked these days at Wheelie is what brands need to be doing on TikTok. So we sat down with our clients slash friends slash TikTok stars, Megan and Tyler, of Good Trip Adventures to talk strategy, balancing authenticity and the chaos of TikTok, ending up on the wrong side of TikTok, and how the app led to a new product offering for Good Trip. I promise this one will make you laugh, so let's get right into it. I'm Megan uh, with Good Trip Adventures here in Bozeman. And I'm Tyler with Good Trip Adventures as well, also in Bozeman. And you both own Good Trip Adventures. We do. I think my official title is Chief Adventure Officer. And I'm something boring like uh, Chief Operations Officer. We should come up with something something more exciting, honestly. (laughs) That's so boring compared to how you are in real life. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like we have to be... Uh, more businessy <laughs> to the front-facing public than we ever are in our real lives. <laughs> Only barely, though. So um, the first question we ask everyone who's on the podcast is to describe where you are and what you're looking at. So <laughs> we're in Tyler's bedroom right now, which used to be a garage in a new house that we just bought in Belgrade, Montana. Um I am seeing a lot of pictures of, I'm, a lot, I'm seeing a lot of queer art, you could say, probably um, a little too X-rated for this podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, some graphic designs. Graphic, graphic designs. designs. Yeah. Um, and then I'm seeing all of my plants, all mm. of them, all like 40 something of them that I nurture and care for um, because if I lost them, I would le- lose a piece of um, my soul. Like a horcrux. Truly. If I lose any of them, I'll probably cry. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Cool. Um, Sitting on the ground also. That's an important... Like true professionals. (laughs) In your shirt, Tyler, says 1-800 off-duty. Yes, it does. With little prayer hands at the top. (laughs) That's nice. Um, Wow. Okay. I'm so excited to talk to you because uh, we've worked with you. So I personally know how fun you are as humans and I love good trip adventures. Um, so really fast for our audience, do you want to just say what good trip does and kind of what you do and your mission in the world? Yeah, we lead inclusive and eco-conscious tours in about 20 something. I don't know the exact number anymore. National U S national parks. Um, so that can be everything from, single-day interpretive tours to hikes to backpacking and sort of everything in between Um, for people who are experienced, outdoors people, first-timers, everyone. Yep. I think it's 23. 
23 is our, is our with number. like two national forests, a couple ranger districts, and a state park. Sprinkled in. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. And so I specifically asked you to be on the podcast today because all these brands contact us all the time at Wheelie and they're all asking the same thing, which is, what do we do about TikTok? Mm-hmm. And I thought, I know someone that knows. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're really lucky to have an in-house TikTok celebrity in Tyler. Um, he already had his own like, so much success that TikTok banned him for life from his first account yeah. at, what was it, 212? 212.6 yeah. thousand um, followers. That was for things unrelated to uh, Good Trip, but we definitely were able to use that to kind of see what kind of stuff resonated with people. And yeah, frankly, <laughs> we're just kind of trying things out. And seeing what works right now on TikTok. Yep. I'd like to hear about why your account got banned, in your opinion. Sure. In my humble opinion, I was too powerful for TikTok. Um, I was too queer and too fun for the app. Yeah. And I got a lot of community guideline violations. So I know the community guidelines like the back of my hand. What the do's yeah. and do nots of TikTok. I it didn't really seem that offensive. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's not, it wasn't. No, there were times where he was like fully clothed in his room and they were like, nudity, nudity. adult nudity. Yeah. So yep. one time, yeah, I made a video being like, you're your best self when you're being you or something like very generically motivational. And I, I think I was like, yeah, I was just lying in bed like a, a human person would do. And <laughs> it, was, it was pretty sexy stuff. It got flagged and they were like, nope, this is absolutely inappropriate. Yeah. I was like, too, I guess. Too hot for TikTok. TikTok knows better than I do yeah. what is hot and what is not. Yeah. So we've actually yet to get any community guideline violations on our current TikTok, but we're certainly happy to talk about um, filtered comments because we have some experience Gosh. with that. Yeah, I think my big question that I kind of might know the answer to is like, what's your strategy here? What's, what's the strategy? The strategy is very simple. Make a lot and post it. It almost, it does matter what you post because obviously you all know this very well and you taught us very well that, you know, the brand has to have a voice and it has to have like a personality of some sort and you should be consistent with that. But once you have that, just like dump make an ASMR nature video and that's seven seconds and throw it out there. Make a three minute informational video. Just use them um, like B roll that you already have in your camera. Basically just like flood the algorithm with things and things will stick or they won't. And yeah. we, we have a lot of stuff that doesn't stick. You know, we have stuff that you post something and it gets 400,000 views. Mm. Um, and then you post something very similar to it and it gets 200 views. Um, and the big thing that we our, our strategy kind of revolves around TikTok is um, like, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, like a, a jealous step sibling who doesn't want you to have nice things. And so mm, that's when not you get I'm... too much, they take it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. Yeah, they let you have a little bit, but mm -hmm. not, not a lot. Not too much. So yeah, our strategy is just like lots. Yeah, I think I keep talking about like my elder millennial brain wants everything to be like super highly produced and I want there to be a script. I, I have trouble even like talking on a TikTok without mm -hmm. having planned out exactly what I'm going to say. And you can definitely see the difference between 
my videos and like Tyler's videos. He's a lot more natural at this. Um, but I've learned, I've like gotten away from that and learned that if I spend more than like 20 minutes making a TikTok, I'm probably wasting my time because people want it to feel more real, more natural, more kind of spur of the moment, um, not overproduced. And yeah, it's like a 50-50 shot whether anyone's going to see it in the first place anyway. So if I spend two or five hours making this like perfect video, you know, th there's a chance that no one's going to see it anyway. Whereas like our Instagram and Facebook is a lot more curated. We're just kind of throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks as far as TikTok. And the other thing is we're all trying out different personalities. So our goal with our TikTok is to kind of feature as many voices as we can. So everyone in the office is making TikToks and we're all working on developing who we are as a personality on the app. Lauren is definitely more of like the mom on the app if she can talk about her expertise, which is being a mom on the trails. And, you know, Mallory's our wildlife expert slash she's really into like hauntings oh, and yeah. like Yucca Man. Mm. She did a video on that. So she's really into like spooky national parks stuff. Um, mm. I've just been talking about Yellowstone and that seems to resonate with people. So I just say Yellowstone facts that seem really obvious to me, um, but that people don't seem to know and have a lot of questions about. So, yeah. What I find really interesting is you are such an intentional brand and you're, you, you know, you're like very inclusive and very like, um, the way that you guide trips is very intentional and very fun and very thoughtful and TikTok, it just throws all that out the window. Yeah. Because you just, you can't go into it scripted. You have to, I don't know. So like, how do you, how do you balance those things? Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, we're slowly finding a balance and we just had to start doing it to like start doing it, obviously. Um, so, you know, we like, I think in some ways, you know, there was a few videos where maybe we went a little too far unscripted and it immediately felt inauthentic to who we are. Um, so we like scaled it back a little bit, you know, we took a step back, we looked at it. And so now it, it, it we have found like a happy medium between the, like you said, the very intentional, very like, curated trips and just the chaos of TikTok. Um, we've railed it into our own special little um, like parameters that we are within. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, that just took doing it. And it almost felt just, you know, you would look at a video or post a video and it'd be like, huh, that doesn't exactly yeah. feel like everything else that we're posting mm -hmm. until we kind of yeah, created an intentionality to yeah. them. The funny thing for me is it actually feels a lot like running a trip that you have this big plan. And if you make yourself enough of an expert, like you don't know what wildlife is going to run out in front of you. You just have to have like been prepared to talk about whatever it is. So I'm definitely an over planner. I will have a structure of like what I want the perfect day to look like in my head when I'm guiding. And then like 20 things will be different than what I expected. So like the chaos of TikTok actually like in that, that like I try to have a structure, we try to have a schedule and then things come up that you don't really expect. And if you're enough of an expert, you can kind of speak to those things at any time and in any way. So like, yeah, we get these random questions that we weren't even expecting to have on our calendar this week, but like, yo, I can go ahead and answer that in a video. And like, that's our content for the day. Whereas that's not really happening in the same way on Instagram. People aren't like, engaging the same way it's like you get a like or you get like a cool content but not questions and engagement in the same way so I don't know it's pretty cool in its sort of chaos 
Are you ready to start creating? At Wheelie, one thing we can't live without is our software. We live and breathe by the creative cloud. That's right, I'm talking about Adobe Stock, Acrobat, as well as Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, Premiere, all of those cool programs that allow us to build what we have in our minds. If you go to the show notes and click on the link to Adobe, you can save up to 60%. So start creating with an Adobe subscription. And how do you use your personal brand? Like as a business owner, I guess this question is more for Tyler, right? Because you're, um, you have a special flavor of comedy, I think. Like I, I love your TikTok account. Um, you know, but how do you, like, how do you overlap that with being a business owner? Um, we've actually talked about this before. Um, we are more than happy to talk about anything I post on my personal TikTok with anybody that we would ever take on a trip. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, you know, like unapologetically who I am on my personal account. Now on the business account, that obviously looks different because mm-hmm. of that, like those parameters that we've mm-hmm. kind of found ourselves within. I do have to be a little bit more like measured a little bit more tiny bit more scripted um and i've actually even had um people on my personal account that are like oh my gosh is this bear spray tyler uh coming from our bear spray video that i made for the company and finding my personal account so it seems like or vice versa and people don't believe that tyler can possibly have a a day job like and surprisingly he's actually very good at it yes uh and so it seems like we're actually my account and the place where we want our brand account or like, um, excuse me, our uh, business account to go are like actually pretty similar. It's like, you know, like queer, BIPOC, excited young people. Um, and well, everyone, but yeah. that seems to be kind of like the, the range where we're in and that we would like to be, you know, cause we want to get those sorts of people into the outdoors, you know, um, like historically marginalized populations and like people who just don't have access or haven't had access. That's like something that's really important to us. So it's interesting to see. Well, we did get, we got one client who came out on oh, yeah. like 10 different trips with us from Tyler's account and he's amazing. Um, yeah. He, 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 again, he continues to interact with us on social and has met, a bunch of our guides because he just went on a bunch of day trips with them. Um, so that was really great. And he was exactly the kind of person that we want to have on our trips and was definitely looking for expertise, but also fun, which is basically our brand in a nutshell. Like we don't, everything can be a joke, even if you're taking it seriously, Yep. you know? And so, yeah, my, I think like my personal account and the business account don't really need to be separate entities. And also like, I can talk about both of them in the same space. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you grow your business following from your personal account, which is your personal account right now, your rebuilt one, like a Phoenix rising from the ashes at like 70,000 or something. It's Mm -hmm. still quite substantial. Um, Are you sending people to your business account on accident or on purpose or? They find their way there. I have it linked in my bio. Um, and I have talked about it on my page. Actually, it's interesting because people find me more on me on Instagram more Hmm. and through that find the business because I also post about like job openings and stuff. So Mm -hmm. people through TikTok will find my Instagram, follow me on Instagram. And then I've posted about like 
hey, we're looking for guides. And we actually got like three awesome guide applications um, because of TikTok, mm-hmm. ultimately. So Yeah, I mean, that's been interesting too. Like the way to find people who kind of resonate with us, the clients who resonate with us, because frankly, the TikTok algorithm hasn't really figured us out yet. And especially mm-hmm. with people talking about national parks and wildlife. I don't know if you saw Tyler's bear spray videos, but you know, we had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments of people talking about how they were going to like blow bears heads off instead of using bear spray. And because those people were engaging, that's what TikTok thought that we wanted. So it's interesting that like Tyler's account is almost a better way for us to find the clients that we want, as opposed to like what TikTok currently thinks that we might be. Oh, yeah okay and you know like the saying that like tiktok knows more about you than you know about yourself or whatever just based on what shows up in your feed do you Mm -hmm. find that to be true i I think that it knows us as like an outdoorsy Mm -hmm. like just just outdoorsy i think it it just thinks we're outdoorsy and we get a lot of that content we're also looking for trends and stuff Mm -hmm. that we can do on our Mm -hmm. uh on our business account so it also shows us some of those but i think it is still trying to figure us out because like we don't like interact with videos or anything yeah very much i was just gonna say that's probably an area where we could do a little bit better like i think that statement is true about my personal tiktok and on my personal Mm -hmm. tiktok i don't post anything i interact with a lot of videos i follow a lot of things and so my for you page everything has been curated to what i want to see we could be better about that on our personal tiktok to let it know what we're interested in Uh, we spend so much time focusing on our own content that we probably haven't helped the algorithm figure out who we are yeah and you know i I think also outgoing videos and what like how it works in reverse, I don't actually really understand. I know that if we interact with videos we like and resonate with, it'll show us more like that. Mm-hmm. But the other way around, I'm not 100% sure how the algorithm sends it out because, you know, you see people on TikTok all the time like, oh my gosh, I've made it onto the wrong side of TikTok. Yeah. If you're like, mm-hmm. people, please interact with this so right. I can find my way back to you. Um, Which is sort of what happened with us in your Bear Spray videos. And we made a little comment at the top kind of talking about how queer we are so if you're here and you're talking about shooting bears you're probably in the wrong place and we got a lot of Mm -hmm. interaction with that and that actually did seem to kind of turn things around for our next few videos for our listeners who don't yet follow you and enjoy your content um but are probably immediately going to (laughs) what's your story of the bear spray videos like share that with our audience yeah so i mean i made a pretty innocuous video about bear spray and how to use it it was a two-part video and i posted them right after each other because everyone hates waiting for part two so i was just like part two already posted and i just i went over the basics you know like what it is how to use it when to use it and part of it there was a tiny section where i said we don't use guns we use bear spray for this this and this reason you know statistically it's more effective by quite a bit and we found ourselves on a side of TikTok where people were talking about turning bears into Swiss cheese. You know, forget the bear spray. I'm, blow, I'm blowing down the bear and the five trees behind it. I'm going to make Smokey the Bear stew. Just, which we are, we've even talked about this. We're very open to having like 
discussions about like effective um, bear deterrence and like alternative methods of protection. We're happy to have those discussions. Uh, but we reached the side that was bear spray sucks. I'm a hundred percent going to kill the bear and wear its pelt on the way out of on my hike. And we're like, sir, these are national park tours. Like we're not trying to murder anyone or any wildlife. Also like guides are not allowed to carry guns in the national parks. So there are many reasons why that's sort of irrelevant here. But mm-hmm. I mean, frankly, part of the reason why those videos have almost like 400,000 views at this point Um because of the engagement, because there were so many opinionated comments. And then, of course, people fighting in the comments about, like, no, you shouldn't murder a bear. I'll let the bear murder me. So, like, people were talking amongst themselves, and it continues to um, sort of thrive to this day. And that was posted a couple weeks ago. It's so. like clickbait. You yeah, say for anything sure. that's even even close to being, like, um, revolutionary. <laughs> and people are like, no! Oh, and that's yes. the, we've learned that, num- like, Anything can be controversial, things that you do not think are controversial, and people want you to know that they know, like, everything. So we get some interesting questions, interesting feedback, feedback about things that we already said in the video. TikTok's an interesting place. The comment section is an interesting place. Uh Uh-huh. So how much time do you spend, like, reading and regulating your comments? Uh, it depends on the video. Again, some only get like 200 views. Those are real easy. (laughs) You go into the one comment and you respond and it's great. Mm -hmm. Other ones like the the bear spray video that had so many views. Um, it's like not feasible unless you have, I guess, like a whole team of people working on social media. I was doing that 24 seven that day to kind of limit what people were saying. There were also some homophobic and transphobic comments on that one as well, because Tyler has his nails painted, God forbid, mm-hmm. while talking about the yeah. outdoors. So making sure to delete those. But we also had, um, we put a filter on that one. So anything that was talking about guns, we had to look at first. And, yeah. and again, we approved ones where people were like, I carry both for this, this, and this reason. We're like, great. Reasonable yeah. discussion. Sounds good. Allowed. You know. But that took, it took quite a bit of time um, in those and first couple of days. you also like. Even now, it's like you can't respond to everything, mm-hmm. especially in a video that goes like semi-viral. Mm-hmm. There's just too many mm-hmm. comments, and it honestly will just sap away at you. <laughs> so you you just kind of have to yeah filter some, allow others through, and then you can kind of check it periodically. You know, I have a differing opinion. I think you have to respond to everything, and I will stay up all night in order to do so. <laughs> I will sacrifice my mental well-being on a business account for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, that sounds healthy. Yeah, no, it's chill. Good boundaries. So, I'm a chill Good girl. boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> the Outside by Design podcast is proud to partner with Athletic Brewing, a non-alcoholic beer company dedicated to making great-tasting craft brews without compromise. From the Free Wave Hazy IPA to the Upside Dawn Golden to the All Out Dark, Athletic Brewing has something for everyone. And at only 50 to 70 calories per can, you don't have to choose between having great beer and keeping your edge. Use the link in the show notes for free shipping on two or more six packs from Athletic Brewing. Happy sipping. I'm curious, like I really enjoy how you address nature and kind of the outdoor industry in general and you make it more fun. Um, Do you find that TikTok is an even better place for that? Like, yes, I don't know. I, I think it's really, I like what you guys are doing. Yeah, it, I think it's a place where I feel like with yeah Instagram and Facebook, there is um, 
the algorithm is just different. You have to be following someone most times to see anything. Mm -hmm. And then the things that are promoted to be sent to you are pretty big accounts already. You know, like a small account doesn't usually make it onto those like Mm -hmm. uh, feed pages. The coolest Mm -hmm. thing about TikTok is, and I've, I've actually seen TikToks talking about this, about how since everyone now has this medium through which to post and the algorithm for the most part, doesn't discriminate on what it puts out. It, it does. It does. But, <laughs> but, you know, for the most part, you can get any video about anything and anyone can get those videos. It is just more of a playground. You have more chances of people seeing your content and it's a little bit more freeform. You know, mm-hmm. the audience is so wide. You can, I feel like, be even more authentic to like your brand or yourself or whatever because there's just such a bigger audience to tap into that you can get really niche mm-hmm. videos that you're like, how did they know so much about me? Or yeah, this nature video that's very specific and uh, reaches X amount of people, you know. And yeah, and for better or for worse, people have to be drawn in in the first couple seconds. Like people are on TikTok just scrolling through and, you know, you have to get them to stop. So being funny is a pretty easy way to do that. Again, I've yet to master being myself on TikTok. We're working on it, but we've got Tyler to go viral for us in in between. Mm -hmm. This is, again, like a question that we at Wheelie get asked constantly is like, okay, let's say you successfully build your following on TikTok. What do you do from there? Are you specifically going to your website? Are you trying to get people over to Instagram? What's your tactic and why? I mean... I think, again, the tactic is just send them wherever they'll go. Most of the time, the following that you're building, it, I mean, you think about how you personally might use TikTok. You like things, you follow people, you might swipe over to their account and watch a few more videos. But at least personally, I seldom find myself clicking on any links or anything. Um, but it does happen. And you have that link in the bio. And we do videos in which we, you know, try to send people that direction. Mm -hmm. Again, sometimes it feels a little disingenuous, especially on a platform like TikTok, but basically send them there when you can. And if not, people tend to and seem to be finding their way to that page anyway. Do you have a different opinion? Well, yeah, I, I feel like, again, my goal, or I think our goal on TikTok is to position ourselves as experts in the outdoor field who, again, are also making people feel included and safe and know that we care about the environment and that like, yeah, we know what we're talking about when we're talking about a specific national park. Um, And I am the daughter of a salesperson who her philosophy has always been that like, you don't, the goal is not to sell someone something they don't want. It's to, you know, show them what they do want and, and help them get there, help them connect with the things that they do want. So one thing that we've started doing since we've been posting these TikToks and like I posted a couple, again, like I said, information about Yellowstone. So like, these are the five entrances of Yellowstone. These are the campsites in Yellowstone. These are just like five things to know or five hikes or whatever. And I get so many questions uh, of people who are planning trips and don't really know where to start. So we actually started selling itinerary consultations because of all these questions on TikTok. So at this point, like that's something I'm doing is when people ask me questions like, do you think I should travel at this time of year? I'm happy to like answer a quick question. But if what people need is a little bit of help planning an itinerary, well, now I can lead them to like, hey, we offer itinerary consultations on our website. And we've we've connected with some people and helped them plan their trips. Um, and 
even that to me feels like people have a need and we are meeting that now it would be great if they would just click the link in our bio i'm having to go through and like respond to these like dozens of comments of people asking the same question but again some of them like i'm helping them find what they need so i don't know that that feels kind of like a like a win a little bit yeah and it's probably fun yeah you probably you enjoy it I, I mean, I love helping people plan trips um, yeah. and we, you know, it's also an opportunity we can like upsell them into a guided day, but also like our goal is to just get people outside. So we also know that like there's a cost barrier to being able to hire a private guide or even going on a, a public tour. So that's not for everyone. I don't necessarily hire a guide when I go to the national parks, but having a local expert help you out with like where to go, where to avoid, what like what hotspots do I actually need to see? What which ones can I skip and where should I go instead? Like I'd be willing to spend $45 to have a 30-minute conversation with someone who knows the area better than I do. So that feels like like we've added now because of TikTok and because of being able to connect with that audience and hear what they wanted, uh, we've been able to kind of add that as a less expensive feature and then also still offering like free content through TikTok that hopefully helps people. I love that because that's even more inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that we've struggled with a lot is how do we, um, how do we provide trips to these historically excluded folks who may not have the money to go on a personal like private trip or even one of our public Mm -hmm. trips. They are expensive while also paying our guides who are also historically excluded people from the outdoors like a, a living wage um, that like paying guides mean like paying guides a, a good wage means that the trips become more expensive. So this is another way where, yeah, we can help get folks outside um, without, you know, a huge price tag. Yeah. Or even make them break down other barriers besides just like price being like, mm-hmm. yeah, the educational side of like, I am afraid to go on a hike because I don't know like the etiquette. So, you know, we make like an et- a, mm-hmm. a video on hiking etiquette or, you know, I want to go to Yellowstone. I can't afford all these things, but I don't know anything about it. So yeah, we post videos about the entrances and the campsites and stuff or bear spray as well. You know, there's, there was a ton of people who were like, I've never even heard of bear spray. Mm-hmm. You know, this is great. I, I was just going to go, you know, hiking out into the wilderness. So those little small ways too, um, that we can give like free, free education um, to get more people outside too. Yeah. And I mean, we definitely acknowledge that our TikTok right now, like we do have quite a few people posting. We're diverse in some ways and not diverse in some obvious ways um, that we're definitely working on trying to diversify um, who's sharing content on our page. But, you know, we follow um, the American Alpine Institute and they post really great videos and have even acknowledged, you know, bro culture in the outdoors it's, it's a great account. Everyone should follow it. Um, it's still one straight white cis man posting on an account. So we're kind of hoping that like we provide a little bit more diversity and people can maybe see themselves more in who is teaching them. We know that matters. Um, and again, as we continue to grow, I think our TikTok is really only about a month old at this point. So that's definitely a priority for us is to have more diverse faces on our page, teaching more diverse content um, that just appeals to a larger audience and makes more people feel included um, in this education. 
Well, it's wonderful. You're doing an amazing job. It's thank you. I think it's I think it's exemplary. Wow, thank oh, you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I I really think you're using TikTok as a business so well. Um and and it feels very authentic. It doesn't feel fake or salesy and it's just really fun and it matches your brand. I know your brand very well because we helped build it, but it, it really matches your, it matches your brand so well. And I am just so proud of you. Well, that is such wow. a high compliment. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> we really do sometimes feel like uh, toddlers learning how to walk, um, but we're, qu- we're quickly becoming no, but, like young but adults. You all made us look so professional. I mean, we get compliments on our logo. We actually, you, sh- you show the hat. Oh, um, we get this compliments. isn't great podcast material, but yeah, you can describe it for our listeners. I, I am now holding <laughs> we got a good made. trip adventure hat with the logo that Wheelie put together for us. Yeah, that we love it so much so and get so many compliments on, and we get compliments on our website all the time. So yeah, I feel, we feel like you you cleaned us up nice. It's not, I, my favorite thing about your logo is how adventures fits in there like a little it's hug so cute. between the yeah the G and the P. We love it. Well, is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you think our audience of outdoor creatives would like to know? Hmm. That's a good question. Hmm. I don't know. I think just like have fun and like let, um, especially if you have a big team, like let each person be their own personality. Cause like, you know, exactly what Megan said originally, Lauren, who's a mom and talking about mom stuff on trails will resonate to an audience that like my manic energy will not, Mm -hmm. or, you know, they might be the same audience, but who manic moms. Um, But yeah, just like letting everyone have their own uh, voice within the larger voice of like the brand um, and just experimenting. Yeah. I think TikTok is a great place to not overthink it. That's a lot of what we've done with building this business from the beginning is, (laughs) I mean, as much as, I like, I'm a planner. We plan things. Um, we've had a strategy, but we haven't necessarily let, we haven't let perfection get in the way of what's the saying of progress. Um, we kind of just put stuff out there and, and see what works and, and it's a great place to learn what people want. So try stuff. Don't overthink it. Low stakes. Uh, truly. Stakes. TikTok is, is low stakes. Yeah. So just have fun. And trying to get your feelings hurt. I, I've already said, I, I, if anyone comments anything mean, I will cry. Um, but, you know, not too many people. I just ignore <laughs> it. That, yeah. I just delete it. Yeah. Or again, if if um, you post something and no one sees it, it doesn't actually mean that no one likes it. It just means TikTok doesn't like you. So, And that's just a computer. <laughs> we, don't we don't care if computers like us. I don't care like if a computer likes me. Yeah. I do. I actually do. <laughs> Lots of crying in the yeah. house. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to help anyone, but. Thank you so much for tuning in to Outside by Design. This show is produced by Wheelie, a creative agency that specializes in helping brands articulate what they stand for and making really cool creative work that serves as a gift to your community. You can find us at our website, wheeliecreative.com. You can also visit wheeliecreative.com slash podcast to find more episodes, transcripts, and the show notes. We are on Instagram at wheeliecreative. Please subscribe, leave a five-star review on your podcast app, and share this podcast with a friend. That really helps us grow. You can also support us by visiting one of our affiliate links, which you can find in the show notes. With that, I'm Iris. Thanks for being here.